Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name's Zach, and this week I have edited this entire episode already. <laughs> uh, this is me uh, post-recording in the editing bay, realizing that my audio quality for my track wasn't the best for this episode and probably for the next couple episodes. So I, I did my best to clean things up. And have fixed this for future recording. Regardless, we're going to head into the episode and uh, we'll continue things like normal. This week, I'm joined by the regular crew, plus special guest star, Zoe Jackson. Woo! Welcome back. Uh, Mark, how are you today? I don't know yet. Uh, it's quite a cliffhanger, <laughs> so uh, we will be seeing how I'm doing today uh, very shortly, I assume. Logan, how are you doing? I am ready to stab someone in back. Um, I'm also doing well. Ooh. Zoe, Excellent. welcome, and hello, and how are you? Thank sneaky you. Sneaky person. I am very, very, very sneaky, sir. Very welcome. Uh, very good. Very everything. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Yes. Excellent. Yes, this has been in plans for a little (laughs) while. Um, Mm -hmm. But yes, a little surprisey surprise guest star for not only the um, the listeners there, but for my uh, my fellow co-hosts. Yes, we knew nothing. No. Before we get into anything else, I'll just if you missed it, here's what happened. We got to Numa. Andreas and the crew got to his family mansion that is very disheveled. Mm. They have made plans to start working on that in the morning. They decided to go get a drink at uh, Andreas's favorite watering hole. Yes, they felt, yeah. The olives on fire. And uh, they had a drink. A lot of people bought a lot of rounds <laughs> to my memory. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of drinking. So yes. these individuals might be a bit intoxicated. We are no boss, sure. but that's bes- If it's all Uzo, be- it, uh, a bit is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Uzo. Oh, sure. my. They, they ordered a bottle. Raza went up to the bar and ordered a bottle of Uzo oh. for everyone. And then. And then drinks past oh. that. Who it's, knows? Who really knows? It is what I was raised on, uh, like like mother's milk. Hmm. Yes. Well, uh, after everyone was thoroughly uh, satiated, uh, they were interrupted by a, a hooded figure that hushed the entire crowd. Uh, and... Uh, she got a drink, and now she is kind of standing uh, near the crew's table here, uh, and she's just brought her hood down. So she is so. behind me, correct? Yeah, behind you, behind kind me, of so. off to your... Yeah, behind Okay, so, so I'm not really turning around. I'm just kind of reading the expressions of everybody's, everybody else's face as they look at me. So yes, uh, yes, go for it, Zoe. Would you would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, so standing behind Andreas is a tall woman, probably close to six feet six one. Kind of hard to tell with the hood, but uh, she has golden blonde hair that appears to look like faded straw but Mm. it's bound in a loose braid behind her back 
Um, there's a couple of wisps that uh, come in front of her dark blue eyes. Uh, her skin is bronzed. And I don't mean that in the sense that she's been out at sea for a very long time. I mean that in the sense that she has been in the desert for many, many years. Uh, and there are faint scar lines from some serious burns underneath her cheeks and around her lips and around her eyes. As she stands and stares at the back of Andreas's head, waiting for him to turn around. You see the, the faces of the people that you can see, Andreas, are worrying. They're worried. But they're not looking at this individual that's behind you. A lot of them are averting their eyes. Uh, you'll notice one individual that's not. But we'll get to that later. Okay. Well. Achi, what can I do for you? And Raza stands up, kind of, uh, you know, trying to engage this person a little bit. I, uh, if I'm going to do this, I'm not going to be subtle. I'm going to spin the chair around, uh, <laughs> face you directly, <laughs> and, just, and just face you directly. Not, and, uh, mm-hmm. You see, you see Electo, your rival in bow mastery. Mm. Someone that you have known for years. Probably. Years. A few years, yeah. Gotcha. Before okay. you, before the Vodachi raid and before you left. Definitely. Yep. Okay. Um, and she, look, she looks you up and down, Andreas, and smiles very faintly. Just the faintest little quirk at the edge of her lips. I see you're back. I am back. Do you Please. plan on staying this time, or are you going to leave all of a sudden again? The safety of Numa relies on many different uh, battlefields. Please, have a seat. Join us. Can I buy you a drink? Unfortunately, I already have one. Thank you, though. Just one? There's work to be done, Andreas. Not all of us can sit around and drink frivolously. And she looks at, uh, at your companion, who has stood up and greeted her, and uh, she says, Carispera, I am Electo. It's a pleasure to meet you. He kind of looks you up and down for a quick second. Raza bin Matas Yahu im Shevet Median, at your service. And kind of does a little bow and looks back to the captain. Everything okay, Capitan? Andreas, yeah. you, you feel a very strong tension here. There's been a lot of back and forth over the years. Mm -hmm. And very, very obviously, uh, Electo's somewhat upset that you left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... I you can probably gather that, that already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just yeah. as, like as doing my I'm doing my I'm doing my GM job. I'm doing my playing the GM. I don't know, Electra? Is there a problem here? That all depends. Has your skill in the Balgamas gotten better or as worse as your bow skills? Raza looks down. <laughs> Raza looks down very pointedly. <laughs> Raza looks down. Is this something you are looking to test? Only if you have something to prove to me. I hope your time on the sea has been worth it. While you were away, things have been tense here. So I have gathered. But please, don't let me bother you from your relaxation. And she uh, shoots back the ouzo uh, in her glass. Without blinking, without hissing, without any kind of backlash from the alcohol um, flips the shot glass upside down on your table nods politely to Raza and she says Calispera and looks at you Andreas kind of staring almost daggers at you mm. as she scoffs in her throat and says uh, good day and leaves 
meet the gaze completely straight on to you. She's very pissed at you. I <laughs> gather. <laughs> I gather. <laughs> okay. And when you hear her step outside, she, uh, you can hear her voice, because everybody's still quiet in the bar. Uh, you can hear her voice say, Ipos! Elado! What are you doing? Eating figs again? Come on. We have work to do. That was an intimidating woman. Are all women here like that? <laughs> Many of them, yes. What did you do to piss her off? <sighs> Never mind, I ask too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to answer. I'm just going to head over, head back over to uh, the bar and uh, kind of wave down Isadora again. Is it Isadora? Kind of Andreas? What is her deal? What is Electo up to? Is she one of the ones who have uh, left the Queen's regime? She's got her own story. I gathered that as much as uh, seems obvious, but is she part of the Cyrene, or has she left? I'm not sure she was ever really with them. I think she came from the outside, like you. Yes. She, however, I was expecting to have fit in better than me. <sighs> and now she's been here in Tyrene? Uh, not for long. She's only been here a few months. Uh, I heard she went uh, <clears throat> over to the uh, <clears throat> to the Crescent Empire in search of something. Uh, no one really knows, but she didn't come back the same. I see. <sighs> Has she? looking around again at kind of the, the attitudes of the, the crowd that has been left in her way. Mm -hmm. Has she been bringing problems to Numa? Not really, but if anyone gets in her way, she doesn't take too kindly. She does have a sort of mean spirit, but... Mm. Yes. I don't know. I'm, I still think there's a part of you old her in there somewhere. The one we all grew up with. Yes. She kind of kind of glances off, almost reminiscing. We all hope for a return to the way things were. It's I... tough for everyone. I also hope it is possible, yes. Yes. Meanwhile, Raza back at the table is trying to kind of get people, you know, back in good cheer, uh, you know, just for like a minute, and then walks over to the bar next to the captain. Captain, sorry to as intrude. The, uh, you should, um, and he kind of leans in. It seems like you have important thing here. You should maybe go find out, huh? I can take care of crew. Go chase after her. Find out what is happening. Thank you, Mr. Daza. I will do so. Thank you. And I will kind of pat him on the back, and I will head out into the night. Captain, think he has to be perfect host. Silly man. <laughs> <laughs> you cooked us dinner and everything. Right? <laughs> so yes, I will, I will attempt to uh, attempt to trail her. See if there's any... Good luck. Any sign of... Yeah. Newman Aragorn done disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, fortunately, I know the city. I don't know, you know, but I am going to be. So I'm just going to start searching to whatever okay. I can. Where would Electo be right now? Uh, Electo, it, it is nighttime, yes? Or is it morning? It's, yeah, it's towards the evening time. Towards the evening time. Okay. Uh, the sun has almost gone down. It's, you know, they're all. It's everybody's getting a drink after the day and okay. winding down. Yeah. So uh, Electo would be kind of perusing the the end of the day market, mostly for herself, but also for uh, Epos, the gigantic, beautiful black horse that accompanies her everywhere, getting figs or leftover fruit, food, 
anything that the vendors can't couldn't have sold that day and it's just going to go bad she takes and uh puts it in a big satchel and goes from stall to stall just gathering these leftover and you know tossed items uh in a big satchel puts them on epos and walks with him until she's out of the city and then she'll ride him to the various townships yeah so at, at this at this time she's probably headed down to the the markets it wouldn't take you too long to find her andreas yeah would... uh, especially with with epos this uh, very very large jet black horse uh, and you said she was tall too, so she would probably stand out fairly well. And yeah, and I would. Oh my goodness, I would be going to a you know probably one of the more crowded areas would be a reasonable place, reasonable place to start looking. So, mm-hmm. so yes, if I can, uh, if I can get there, and if I can spot her, I'll just kind of stand back and kind of you know blend into the crowd, watch, uh, you know, watch activity, watch her, uh, you know, see. How she's interacting with uh, other people, um, that sort of thing. Again, summoning the spirit of Nathaniel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's true. It's fine. He lives in our hearts. <laughs> yes, he lives in everyone's hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so Electo isn't necessarily menacing, but whenever she approaches any of the merchants, they do tend to clam up or shy away. None of them look her in the eyes. They tend to stare at the horse a little bit more. Mm. And if they have worry beads, they clutch them. If they have an evil eye bracelet, like they're fond, you know, fondling it. They're, they're really looking rather worried that Electo is talking to them. But when she talks to them, she is nothing but polite, nothing but kind. She may even smile sweetly at some of the younger merchants. Uh, but for whatever reason they treat her as if she's a bad omen that her coming to their stall may mean death for them and when Mm. she leaves the stall they breathe sighs of relief they hide embarrassed smiles behind their drinks they they're like oh thank god she's gone i was did you see that oh my god (laughs) she's nothing but cordial and eventually she makes her way away from the market, having gathered everything that she's needed to do, and appears to be saddling up for a long ride uh, okay. outside of the city. I am going to try to kind of circle around someplace, and mm. hopefully when she gets away from some of the other people, maybe you know, maybe a, a you know, the corner of an alley or something, just kind of flag her attention, say, uh, Electo. I had the impression that you wish to say something a bit more to me. Do you have something that you were trying to tell me back at the bar? What is there to say, Andreas? Why are you here? Why have you come back? Andreas, I didn't leave after you did. I've been here the whole time, cleaning up after what was left. Tell me, did you find the Red Hand? Not yet, no. Ah, so you were out having fun. No. And she stops looking at you and, and adjusts <laughs> the straps on the horse a bit Ooh, harder. shade. Logan and I are just sitting over here enjoying this. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Wait. Guys, two-minute two break. You're going to go get popcorn? <laughs> no, con- continue, continue. Why do you think I have continued to search? I've been away from the home because of their elusiveness. And did you find your mother? (sighs) That is part of the search. So you have nothing? Not yet, no. Oh, not yet, I see. I see. How long do you intend to wait? Hmm? It's not a wait. It is a search. It is a... It is... You go, you leave us behind to clean up after the mess, to do damage control. You find yourself a wonderful ship and a fantastic crew, and you go off and you have these adventures. And what, come back empty-handed? Did you think I was going to clap you on the back and say, Ah, well 
done, Andreas. Well done. You found nothing. Meanwhile, I have been busy trying to protect these lands. You don't need to leave Numa to protect her, Andreas. To chase down her enemies, that is what is necessary. You can't wait for her enemies to come to you. I would not be back now if... If what? Hmm? Did you come back to just say hi to me? See how I was doing? No. No. You, you would have at least said goodbye. And here she, she tightens the strap a little bit more and Epos whinnies and kind of kicks out his back leg and she's like, I'm sorry, Epos. I'm sorry. Now, are you going to stand there and whine at me or are you coming with me? Coming with you where? There's something I need to take care of. And you can either go back to your drinking and your obliviousness or you can see what's really been happening in Numa while you've been away. Show me. Let's go. Okay, I'll follow. Epos <laughs> uh, <laughs> will heavily hesitate uh, whenever you go to hop up. Uh, he'll like sidestep once you get closer <laughs> every few inches. Uh, he doesn't like you too much. Yeah. <laughs> Figures. Epos doesn't like anybody. No. Epos doesn't like anyone. Epos doesn't like anybody. Uh, <laughs> out from under her. Epos only likes figs. Epos only likes figs. Uh, So out from under her cloak, there's a small satchel, and as soon as she reaches behind her, Epos perks up, his ears move forward, he snorts at her, and uh, she produces a fig and holds it out in front of his nose, but has her fingers palming it so he can't actually get at it, and so she distracts him while you get on the horse. Wonderful. That's great. Excellent. Oh, man. Okay, wonderful. Cool. (laughs) I love this. We did a lot of uh, character creation, backstory stuff, and I'm seeing it all unfurl here, and it's it's fun. It's great. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Um, Anyways, you you guys uh, hop on the back of Epos, Mm -hmm. uh, and you ride off into the night. Ride off into the Numenari countryside. (laughs) Numenari countryside. Yes. Meanwhile, back at the tavern, we're going, Numa, Numa, yeah. Numa, Numa. (laughs) (laughs) Maya. <laughs> 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 oh God. Oh, man. <clears throat> Electo, uh, what are the things that you need to accomplish? So all of those things that Electo gathered seem kind of odd for her to have. She doesn't need that much food. She definitely doesn't need any extra clothing. She wears, you know, all black. Uh, fully clothed as if she's heading out into the desert. So there's really no need for her to have all of that. But when Epos begins to slow down and we approach a small townsend, like off in the outskirts of Numa, you find that, uh, Andreas, it is about as well taken care of as your mansion is. Uh, Maybe a little worse. There are people in the streets kind of huddled up in blankets looking as if a natural disaster has happened, kind of, you know, despondent and lost. There are a few people, like, tending to the weaker or the sick or the children, but as soon as she arrives, she hops off the horse, and the horse just follows after her, holding a bag in his mouth. (laughs) And she begins to give out blankets and food and water and all of the stuff that she's gathered to these people. And she's speaking in quiet Numenari, saying, you know, it's okay, I'm here. We'll, we'll stop this, I promise. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. You know, just, just rest, just relax, just, you know, calm down. Everything's going to be fine. And after a while of just doing that, she stops and gathers up what's left and moves to Epos and looks at you, shrugs, and says, on to the next one. What has happened here? There's been a series of natural disasters happening. I'm not quite sure why. Or what. Natural disasters? Earthquakes. Floods. Fires. The people think that the gods are... Uh, 
forsaking them. Huh. But, you know, I don't believe in any of that. Huh. I think it is the Vadachi Raiders that attacked Dearness at it again. I don't think they ever left. Have you found any sign of the Vadachis? And she looks down at her feet. Nothing. Empty-handed, I believe, is the term you would use. Oh, you don't get to do that to me. <laughs> now you listen here. I've been the here. The roles are reversed. Every single night I have been out here dealing with these people, and every single day I have tried to track them. I have not slept a good night's sleep in three months. And I will not sleep until I find them. I have made this place my home. I'm going to protect it as much as I can. You don't get to quip at me. He doesn't quite su suppress a small smirk. I understand that feeling very well. What do you need for help? <sighs> I don't know. I am only one woman. And one horse. Sorry, boss. <laughs> Numa is fast. It is. When did these natural disasters begin? Was there some event that precipitated that? I'd say maybe six months, not quite a year ago. Yeah, so it started with like, oh, this small town near the docks got flooded. Oh, no. And then it was like, oh, this this small town in the middle of Numa accidentally triggered some kind of fissure in the earth and an earthquake happened. Oh, oh darn. And then it's like, oh, this this town went up in flames last night. Uh, no one knows why. Weird, just weird phenomena. Yeah, like a series of unfortunate events that seem to just easily be chalked up to, oh, the gods hate us. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, I guess I'll just kind of observe, you know, kind of you know, help hand out supplies, however, however much listening, you know, listening sympathetically to, uh, to people as we, as we pass through. Just trying to listen and uh, and observe as much as possible. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And I think halfway through the night, we're we're headed back to Tyrannus now because Epos can only travel so far. And she stops outside of a like a an olive orchard, big big vast olive field, and kind of lets Epos roam free a little bit and takes out her bow and her quiver and looks at you and says so are you actually any good with that still yeah i'll pull out mine as well and say let's find out and thus we have a little contest here question mark yes i'll tell you what if you can beat me and get the most points just like back in the old days if you can beat my score I will tell you what happened to me while you were away. And if you can't, then maybe you will find out when we depart this world into the next one. Ne? Fair enough. I have set up a bit of ruling for this such said contest. Okay. All right, just some little... This is kind of an on-the-fly rules for this. My idea is we'll treat it like uh, an action sequence or whatever. And we'll roll raises. Okay. On your turn, uh, you can choose to spend raises to gain points or to help yourself out in some way. During your opponent's turn, you can spend a raise to throw your opponent off in some way. I'll let you be as creative hmm. as you'd like. Okay. Uh, a round ends when everybody's out of raises. Okay. And we'll play for like two, three rounds. Okay. Or first to, right. first to however many points. It, it might change if this goes really quickly. So, Fair enough. You know. Um, uh, but, so, uh, what are your approaches, uh, lady and gentleman? 
Uh, finesse and aim. Actually, you know what? I think I might go with wits aim. Because I'm trying to... I'm definitely going to mm. be focusing on uh, trying to do this as smartly and, and precisely. Um, yeah, be kind of strategic about yeah. things. Getcha, getcha. So, uh, might go with that. And, uh, yeah, definitely going to be uh, aim, obviously. Yes, so go ahead and... <clears throat> I'm stealing it from Zoe. Roll them bones. <laughs> Roll the bones. Because you're here, I gotta. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. We gotta roll them bones. Of course. Roll them bones. And I actually do have bones in my head. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> so jealous. Flare. <laughs> Mark this. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead and take two. Go ahead and take right. two. The normal. Normal two. We we did a. We've done a lot of storytelling. That's definitely worth some flair. Excellent. Huh. That's some numbers. Like uh, four with one extra is what yes. I count. That looks right to me. You know, I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll buy one of those and I'll let awesome. you have a hero point. I'll take a danger point, please. Great. Thank you. Uh, Electo we... has six with <gasps> one remainder. Ooh. Okay. You know, I'll also buy that. So take, um, take a. Dang. Point on my Heck actual. yeah. Taking a danger. Who is, uh, Sue's going first. So Zoe mm -hmm. for Electo is going first. So Andreas, you quickly realize that this isn't just some random place that she uh, stopped by and is just like, hey, let's have an archery competition. Uh, there are targets set up in the olive trees and around the orchard all over the place as if this is where she goes to train. <laughs> Okay. okay. And um, <laughs> I think her first raise is as she's staring at Andreas, she takes out her bow, takes out an arrow, knocks it, lets it fly, and shoots a bullseye about 50 <laughs> yards down the way, not even looking at it. Uh, and it's just like, I hope you've been practicing while you've been out at sea. I think you're hosed, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I love how passive-aggressive she is. I think you're absolutely right. And then the second raise, because I, I, uh, I still have the initiative, the next two yeah, raises do. that I'm going to spend are now she actually looks, knocks two arrows, puts <laughs> them up, lifts them up in an arc, lets them fly, and you hear way down about 80 yards just foom, foom. And you see these two revolving targets, which are basically like canvas plates uh, with a big red oh, dot yeah. in the center, are nailed right in the center. Hmm. So I'm down to three right. raises. Okay. Down to three raises. Andreas, it's your turn. I have three, three points. Okay. You said this was points. a uh, Olive Garden, right? Yes. Olive, oh. olive, olive Grove. <laughs> the Olive, olive Garden. Olive the, olive we are at the Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Olive awesome. salad and breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded right. Um, Pretty sure there's endless salt. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, would there be a fig tree section by any chance? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I am going to, instead of shooting at a target, shoot at a fig tree, knock off a branch of figs, over by Epos. <gasps> Try to at least get his, uh, get on his good side at least. Yeah. Nice. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Um, uh, would you like to spend I'll, more than one? You know what? I'll spend, I'll spend two raises on that. Get him a couple of good, you know, mm. good friends. Alrighty. Alrighty. Okie doke. Electo, does that take it to you? That takes it to me at three, and she looks at Epos who happily trots over <laughs> to the figs and then looks back at Andreas and is like, don't think that just because you can get him figs down from the tree that he's going to be your best friend. He's everybody's best friend when you give him figs. <laughs> <laughs> Take what I can get. I'm going to say, with, uh, as, as one of that, uh, Mark's spent raises um, for, for his kind of advantage here, you must spend two raises for your next point because you're distracted by Epo. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So she looks down the way, past Epos, 
past the farthest arrow that she's fired, sees a lonely olive way, way the fuck down the way. Probably 150 (laughs) yards. Oh, wonderful. Just at the very tip of the olive tree. And she looks at Andreas and says, You see that right there in the moonlight? Mm -hmm. The unripe olive? Keep your eyes on it. And I'm going to spend three raises, uh, all three of mine, to not only uh, hit the olive, but to have it backspin so fast that she snatches it out of the air (laughs) and holds it up to him and then eats it. Hmm. Perfect. Oh, I love this shit. And then she spits out the pit and puts it in his palm. (laughs) (laughs) Says, there. Didn't tell me you were hungry. I will spend both of my raises to throw the pit in the air, then kind of quick draw and shoot the the pit. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Said two raises? I yeah, probably I'm assuming one. Yeah. Yeah. All in. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh does anyone have any raises left? I'm all out. That's it. Round two. I like those uh, any, four points. <laughs> any any change up on uh on approaches? If you use the same approach, you will only get one bonus die. Yeah, actually, there's a change in approach. Electo puts her middle finger and her thumb in her mouth and whistles sharply twice. Uh, and Epos, even though he has a branch of figs in his mouth, uh, comes trotting <laughs> over. And another horse comes trotting over. Probably one of the farm horses that are just wandering around the fields. And she mounts Epos and looks at you, Andreas, and says, All right. So standing on the land and shooting targets is fine and all, but try shooting them from a moving perspective. You should be good at this if you've been practicing on your boat. Practicing on a boat is not practicing on a horse. What's the difference? It's still moving. Hmm. Or you could just stand there and shoot from a stationary position and I can proceed to show you up again. It's really no trouble on my end. (laughs) (laughs) I have absolutely zero ride. What if I went with a, like a panache warfare and tried to do something very, tried to go more strategic, you know, just try and kind of a going into battle type of approach Mm. to, uh, you know, to this sort of, to this sort of thing. Does that make sense? I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll allow it. Go for okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm going for warfare, but I'm I'm definitely going for a big presence. Gonna go, definitely go panache. Go big. Go home here. Mm-hmm. Go, go approach. Home. Go big. Alrighty. Go home. Uh, y'all. Y'all <laughs> yeah. get two. Y'all get two dice. Um, Heck yeah. Any advantage? Any? This is something I didn't ask on first round, but it, you know who cares? Uh, any advantages that might help you in this situation, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I'm going to uh, activate uh, Electo's Virtue, which is the reunion. Mm. Exemplary. Activate your virtue and choose another hero in the same scene to pull your raises for the round, spending raises to take actions from your shared pool. The other hero I'm choosing is my trusted companion and confidant, Epos the Horse. (laughs) (laughs) We've made Epos his own character. And so... (laughs) Oh, all right. Epos can roll seven dice when I ask him to uh, go off and, and help me with things. And mm-hmm. he grants me a bonus die when he directly aids me in a risk. I'd say that that fits. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andreas. Uh, you might be a little outmatched here, <clears throat> uh, but it's worth a try. Okay. <laughs> um. But any any advantages for you, Andreas? Well, my sorcery is uh, oh, yes, Leona I hoped you Diona. would do this. <laughs> I would hope you would have done this. Thank you. Fiona prides herself on knowing just where to move 
to tip the battlefield in her favor, be that battlefield literal or a formal state banquet. The Mysterio that she teaches shows them that her adherents must always adapt, and her apocalypsi, when you can't win by playing by the rules, change them. Specifically, when you use empathy, scholarship, or warfare as your approach in a dramatic <laughs> sequence, yes. you may activate this apocalypsi and immediately gain raises equal to your ranks in the skill you choose as your approach. A Mysterio may only activate this once per episode. So that is uh, that that's is what, what I'm you're doing. going for. Yep. How many dice you roll? That would be five. Uh, plus two, seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, everybody. Oh, and Electo, by the way, is using resolve and uh, aim. That works. Yeah, that works perfectly. Okay. Roll them both. Oh boy, so many dice. <laughs> Only way to roll. Get that foley in there. <laughs> that wonderful. Zoe, come to the studio whenever, just just for that. Okay. You're the I'll, only I'll, one with good dice sounds. I'll be your foley artist. <laughs> also, check it out now on the coffee page for uh, the writers' room. Amazingly beautiful dice. If you need a good oh, set of D10s mm-hmm. for whatever dice. D10 system you are playing, need some bones. Yeah, need some bones in your life. Do you want some bones <laughs> of your own? Uh, hit up the writers' room coffee page, and there will mm-hmm. be bones for you, uh, handmade by me. Uh, and uh, I they think got bones. I think they're pretty great. I just rolled them. You heard them. They sound pretty good. They <laughs> sound, sound great. Wonderful. They look even better. So. <laughs> Method. And they've got the little writer's room quill on there. Yeah, I got, got my little quill. Mm-hmm. Count up some raises. All right, I gotta, uh, don't forget. I'm trying to, to do math any, over here. <laughs> any rerolls, if anybody has them. Got so many sevens. Four. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. Rerolls. Yeah, that was bad. That was unfortunately a bad roll for you. Yeah, it is. I'm still doing math. That's fine. It's Go for not it. my strong suit. Yeah, it's overrated. Anyway. <laughs> I I can't count everybody. That's fair. That's okay. It's okay. Standard for public education. <laughs> uh, it's looking like I have. Uh, eight raises, one remainder. Wow. Ooh. Remember, I, I'm also pooling a bunch of dice with my horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take that remainder. Cool. Three hero points. I got two, right. two, re- two remainders. Oof. Three, you got four, but you, you got four. Yeah, four, four with the... You have total, total four, but yeah. The total, yeah. All right. Electo. At this point... Electo knows that Andreas has not been practicing. Like, yeah, he can do some <laughs> flair and he can do some tricks and stuff. But when it comes to actual combat, she can tell that he's rusty. And so she, she kind can tell of tell that there's a reason he's a captain. Yeah, she yeah. kind of. Uh, yeah, there's a reason he's a captain and not a soldier. Um, right. She kind of shows off a little bit. <laughs> I think her, Wait, she was she was she wasn't already. I mean, I, I, no. See, the thing is, is that when she's on her own, she's great. When she's with Epos, she's legendary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna spend. I think I'm just gonna blow five raises, and just show Andreas what's up. Like this is what you've been missing. I have been practicing every single day. For hours at a time, not only with me, but with my horse, we are one in the same being. Whatever happened to her when she left has left such an impact on her that she doesn't even look like the same carefree, nonchalant person that he remembers. Hmm. She is serious. She is hardened. She is a force to be reckoned with. And as as she's riding Epos, they become this mysterious of their own. And you finally understand why everyone looks at her the way that they do and treats her the way that they do. It's because she looks like 
death on his horse riding through the grass riding through the trees like she is a shadow and yeah she's hitting targets and everything but it's it's like next to breathing for her she's not even breaking a sweat uh and then she rides back up to you andreas and Epos lands like right in front of you and lifts his head and snorts and she leans over him so she looks like this menacing figure uh, as she stares down at you and goes, well, your turn. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize we created death here. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes death on a black horse. <laughs> nice. Yes, nice. I am death pony. <laughs> <laughs> So we're just outside of town. Not too far outside of town, I assume. Correct. Still, You said there was still a view of the, uh, the, the docks? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I am going to ride up to the, you know, kind of ride up to the edge and just yell. Loudest, boomingest command mm-hmm. voice I can, I can get. Fionis Cleos! To me! And uh, just kind of uh, clang whatever metal I can, uh, trying to raise an alarm, draw the attention of my crew, and try to, uh, try to summon my crew, essentially. Oh, man. To, to get them yeah. to come to me. Because that is my strength, is I have a crew. So if 100%. we all shoot more targets... <laughs> There's no way she can beat us. Can't beat all of us, right? <laughs> Oof. Oof. But uh, yeah, just fire, fire one of the cannons onto the target. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no cannon, no, no target left. We, we win. We win. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I think I think even though we're partying and stuff like that, Raza would be keeping an ear to the wind, so to speak. Absolutely. Okay. Um, it's definitely the ones that are within earshot will hear you. You know, the, the guys, at least Briggs and Raza, are close enough within earshot. Okay. We charge and out like get, there was a problem. A, yeah, absolutely. You, they, all hands on deck kind of, okay. kind of situation right now. So, yeah. As you've probably, they, as you've they... probably got probably a dozen of them. Okay. I will. <laughs> I'll kind of do that. And, of course, it'll take them a little while. So, I'll just kind of like. Twiddle your thumbs. Tur- a- well, turn to a, to Electo and just kind of like hold up a finger, just kind of a give it a minute type of look. She um, she <laughs> like shrugs at you and like throws up her hands, looks at Epos, says something to Epos. Epos shakes his head. <laughs> ah. So once once the crew does does gather, um, mm-hmm. you, know, you know the main of them, you know maybe a few stragglers, but others we come rushing in with weapons out. Yeah. We're all ready. Crew, Numa needs our aid. We are Numa. We are strong. We will answer the call. Who's with me? Raza kind of looks around. All the guys are. Is, is the aid, uh, are, is there an enemy hiding in the trees? I am confused. I am with you, Capitan. What is <laughs> happening? But who are we fighting? It is not necessarily a fight. Against an enemy, but a fight to save the spirit of Numa. Our people need help. Our people need protection. The gods need to know that we are with them. And if that means facing an enemy, that is what we will do. We will face them on our soil, just as we would on the deck of our ship. Oi, sir! Oi! Oi, sir! Right? Sure? I guess, yeah, we're here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll turn to Electo and say, we are Numa. We are here to help. Show us what to do. She kind of balks at you and looks at all of your crew, all these people, and snaps her bow out and stares kind of hard at you, Andreas. No, Oki, you are Numa. These men... They have Cleos. 
They are with us. They are with me. And are they going to shoot the targets for you? <laughs> I'm not talking about this game. I'm talking about protecting the people, the people that you were showing me that need help. Do you want to play games or do you want to do as you say and protect our people? Oh, I see. Now it is a test of who has the most power. Is that it? You turn this against me. <laughs> Wasn't that what you were doing? I was trying to prove a point to you, but apparently you're so lost in your fantasy that you won't see it. The point is that you have shown me people that need help. Uh, Let's go help them. Kaza kind of turns around and like signals the crew to have a seat. They're going to be at this for a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh boy. This is okay. going to be a minute. This is going to be a minute. <laughs> With my last three raises... So Epos is going to march back and forth as Electo is moving to sit side saddle and is knocking arrows into her quiver and shooting off at targets as she's talking and not staring at them, but she's missing. And Andreas, you can see that her hands in the moonlight have these horrendous scars from burns from really really bad burns and her hands are shaking as she's knocking arrows and shooting targets and missing and uh, she's yelling at you the whole time you're missing the point i wanted to see if you still had it in you if the determination and the inspiration that i saw in you when we first knocked arrows together was still there I don't see it. All I see is a man who now has a new family and a new life and does not need to be a Numa anymore. You can go off and do whatever it is you want because you have a ship and you can go and do these things. You can go find your mother. You can go deal with the red hand and you can leave all of us in the dust. And then her bowstring snaps. And Epos rears up, and she falls off of the horse. And lands kind of unceremoniously on her back, gets herself up, brushes off the, the dust, and as she is shuffling her black robes, you see that these burns don't just end at her hands. They are all over her body. And she stands up and quickly brushes off all the dust and grabs Epos's reins and puts her bow away and her arrows and says, well, I'm glad you're back. Now I can go home. And she heads inside the city. And I think that's where we're going to roll credits. Hmm. Mm. Because we're at a drama cliffhanger. Drama cliffhanger with a dramatic scene. Yes. <laughs> but I, so I have more. So we will continue the adventure next time, but since this is kind of a special episode, uh, we're going to do a very small segment of RPG Reflection. Awesome. Hooray. In RPG <laughs> Reflection, we talk about the game we just played. Very obviously, we had Zoe join us today. Zoe, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm great. Woo okay, technical difficulties spoiled the surprise. It won't be in post, but it, it'll, it'll be really cool in the episode. But I hate the, the computer stuff. I know. It's okay. <clears throat> That's okay. But I hope you guys were, I mean, you guys were honestly surprised to some aspect oh yeah definitely yep. that was oh definitely that was fantastic <laughs> as as i introduce a bit of character backstory for uh, andreas and mm. him returning home and i wanted to do something special um so there's that i do have i have more to this story so we'll like i said we'll continue this uh you know next week with the guys great but um but what do you think who wants to start well, I guess I guess since this was kind of 
centered on me mostly. I'll start, and mm. uh, I I thought it was fantastic. It was, uh, you know, it was very it was interesting that we. I mean, there was so little dice rolling. It was. There was very. It was a lot of in character and a lot of descriptions. Yeah, a lot of a lot of just plain uh, developing developing the city and developing some of the NPCs and and uh, and yeah. in turn kind of developing this relationship that the two these two characters have or had with right. each other right um, and that that we haven't really predetermined uh, Zoe and I did a little bit of maybe this is kind of what happened and we uh-huh. did some bouncing back and forth but we didn't actually know what was going to happen until we sat down and played that's fair but yeah, bringing and the, I you know, loved it. Uh, having, <laughs> having Zoe here was such a perfect way to bring in so much of that, you know, just a different flavor, different personality, and and you know, kind yeah. of the the personality of Numa really was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, kind of personified that really, yeah. really well. Well, like thank that. you. Because... Uh, come to find out, I actually am from Totally Not Greece. Uh, ah! <laughs> so I, I do know a little bit of Greek, and uh, and I know the the kind of camaraderie and the you know the vibe of of yeah. Greece. And so I uh, I took I took you know my my heritage and uh, kind of nice. went kind of went full hog on it there. Um... <laughs> That's awesome. Have, have... Have you done anything with with Numa in any of your other Seven C games? I have. Numa is always the uh, has always kind of been the treasure uh, island for a lot of mm, my yeah. my pirate people. They're like, oh, there's the Tharvax in, in Numa. Let's go. And I did yeah. have a small campaign involving one of the queens in uh, mm. the small city of Kusai, um, or not small city, but yeah. <laughs> I did have a little arc there involving, you know, the nobles and what was going on with the gods and stuff like that. But I mm-hmm. I really enjoy the the Mysterios and the pantheon that Seven C gives Numa. Yeah. Because yeah. it's very reminiscent of how it actually is. <laughs> yeah. It actually is, yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. Because I've always, you know, reading this and looking through it and the more i know uh it's very reminiscent of actual world things but just very generic versions of those things yeah which i i love because it you know gives me that actual real world knowledge to game mm. knowledge kind of thing mm-hmm. it's definitely something 7c it does a lot interesting yeah raza was kind of on the back burner this episode but i think he'll be involved a lot more next time i mean he's a thug mostly um, so that, that makes I, sense i would love electo to have a conversation with raza oh my gosh <laughs> you know you got a brief one there you almost had one yeah, you almost, yeah. you almost had a conversation there. I mean, it might not have used words, but it was definitely a conversation. <laughs> just saying. You know, if she wasn't so mad at Andreas. Well, it sounds like there's a lot of, you know, there's there could be some lot of backstory there too. If she was in the Crescent Empire, you know, you know, the the origin of the scars thing, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing she spent time yet. in the which I don't. Deserts. Yeah. But nobody if, uh, knows. That is true. <laughs> nope, Logan's got some good it. guesses, but nobody knows for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Raza did kind of did his bodyguard job there at the tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, time crept in on me for a lot of stuff, so I didn't have as much time to kind of explain the NPCs that I've set up in the tavern and, <laughs> and stuff like that. But that there's plenty of time later to figure that stuff out too. Sure, um, and and it wasn't really that necessary. I mean, you don't need no. characters just for characters. You know, you had the ones that were necessary to move the plot along, and that was what was important. Yeah, absolutely. But theoretically, uh, Andreas knows all of these individuals because he's yeah. lived here. And and you'd and given was... me some names, so and, and I could have brought them in. But like I said, I, you know, I was getting the information from. Uh, uh, Isadora. Isadora. And yeah, that NPC seemed to be filling that niche. So it didn't seem like And that that's kind of what I mean, I I kind of throw through a little bit more at her character description in my notes. Yeah. Uh, that worked great. Because it's like it's like she's the tavern keeper. She's gonna know everything. That's the one you're gonna go to, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
makes sense. It does. Uh, but any, what does anybody want to say? Anybody has the opportunity to talk? I mean, thank you very much for joining us, Zoe. It's always fun to have you. Yeah, Zoe. And, uh, hey, you're you've welcome. got such a knowledge for the world and for the settings. So that's uh-huh. awesome to have you here because it's, you know, it's not like you got to figure it out at all. You just jumped right in. That was a Thank that was you. great. Oh, and it was wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was so nice was so bouncing off fun. and you know. Well, uh, I love Zach. Was like, hey, don't... so I want you to I want you to play uh, Andreas's rival, and I was like, okay, cool. So let me learn a little bit about Andreas. And by the way, I'm all cut up now um, oh, no. on season oh, two. Yes. Good. Um, so I was like, all right, let me learn about Andreas and learn <laughs> a little bit about what's going on with him. And I bounced some ideas off of Zach, and I was like. So rival, okay, uh, good rival, as in like witty banter, uh, you know, uh, enemies to friends kind of deal, or like, uh, is there some real dark uh, bullshit going on in the background? <laughs> uh, like, is there so? Is this a DC dark kind of universe um, with her? And um, we kind of, sh- you know, shot the shit and went back and forth. And I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be great if uh, he had this wonderful rival, this great, you know, fun, witty good person to be around and then he left and then when she when he came back she was not the same person like something Mm -hmm. bad had happened and she blames andreas for it uh because all andreas had to do was just say goodbye to her and didn't (laughs) yeah like completely left her high and dry to clean up after the aftermath of when the fodachi attacked uh and she's just been kind of lost like trying to mm. fill that hole mm. uh so when andreas came back it's like oh great you're back now i can fucking leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice and you know mark of course with the whole surprise thing all of this is like new to you as yeah your uh <laughs> as you're discovering it i did what um, <laughs> yeah you did this? oh yeah uh-huh hey, uh, flash, you're an asshole you didn't know it but oh, oh yeah there you go oh, <laughs> fuck well and a, a lot of that kind of went back and forth thinking about the whole uh newman two faces thing mm-hmm. yeah um like if andreas is was so one face about that and taking on that I'm one of the King's privateers and laser focused that it's completely understandable. Oh, yeah. that something like that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he just went up and left and, and here's here it is six, seven years later and things are changed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can absolutely say that that's something my character would do. So I, yeah, no problem going with it. It, it was the, totally yeah, you definitely seem to jump and, in with it too. And just like embrace that. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the conflict and be like, Thank all right, you, well, yeah. fine. Meh. You know, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, he I even got a bit heated in yeah, that conversation, too. I was like, go, Mark. I was like, oh boy, I got him now. Hook, line, on So, Mark, good acting. Oh, yeah. it's true it's true it's yeah so when, yeah. I, when I came in, I know that you guys run uh, a little bit of a. Not a super dramatic like HBO series game, but <laughs> I wanted to I, I really wanted to bring that in a little bit with this rivalry and mm. also set up some of the, you know, behind the scenes stuff that Zach has going on. And I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. So the hand of fate hasn't been caught yet. How long has it fucking been? Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so nothing has happened. Uh, yeah. Which also no. means that nothing happened with her either. Like there's just dead right. ends yeah. all around. Yeah. Everyone's coming up. Nothing. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. coming up bupkis. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes. Which means they're either really good at what they do or we're really terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just not as easy as some of them. It ain't some as easy. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Right. Right. Well, you got to take down a whole crime syndicate? Okay, you do it tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just go hit up, uh, you know, Al Capone's house and we'll we'll, we'll stop this. Also, while you're at it, could you just climb Mount Olympus and make the gods happy with us again? That'd be great. Yeah, I'll get right on (laughs) that. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just round things off here. Thank you all for joining me today in telling a story. Thank you for I am me. excited. Yeah. Yes, Zoe. Thank you for joining us. 
I guess I'm coming back next week, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gets my come vote. On, come on. I mean, come I'm on back. Yay, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. Zoe, uh, we'll see you next week and uh, same time, same place. Heck and yeah. we'll surprise the guys again next week. Okay. Um, yeah. Guys. So same, same I shindig. Mean, and this next guys act like surprised. This week, I might forget, you know, so. It's totally possible. <laughs> yes. I my own Easter eggs. It's great. <laughs> With that being said, I'm going to wrap up this segment of RPG Reflection, and thus, the show. Uh, like I said, thank you all for joining me today and helping to tell this uh, this wonderful, fun, adventurous story here. Uh, there's some important things going on here at this point, so I'm excited to to get it uh, get it going, so you guys can find out some more things. But stick tuned for the next one. Zoe, we'll see you next time. Hey, you'll see me next time. And hey, while you're waiting for next week's episode, because I know you're biting at the bit to, to oh, I need more. I need more story. I need more podcasts. Yeah. We've got to have podcasts. Head, uh, head on over to the Writer's Room, uh, a 7C podcast found on all of your uh, your wonderful podcasting platforms. And go enjoy that story of pirates and swashbuckling and the devil um, Jonah. Yeah. And a, a much darker story yeah. than, than the ones that we tell yeah, here so it's a, it's a we little... kind of get, get a, a flavor of what, what zoe does over there with uh, yeah. what happened on these, these more episodes, of a so. more of a radio drama like how yes. war of the worlds was um yes so yeah if you want more story head on over there we'd love to have you mm-hmm. it's been a blast everybody and i'll see y'all on the next one yes be safe and well be safe and well. And that's it for this episode of Tabletop Radio Hour. Like always, you can find this episode on soundcloud.com slash tabletop radio hour and on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at tabletopcast if you have any questions or comments. You can join us over on facebook.com slash tabletop radio hour for regular updates. We also have an email address that is tabletopradiohour at gmail.com. Our website tabletopradiohour.wordpress.com You can find information about our Patreon page on our website. I want to thank you all for listening, and keep rolling 20s.